you spent a glorious summer doing? Getting out of the house, spending time with your partner, remembering you have a child, or running simulations on how the Premier League will end up? Can a post-Arbitha Haaland still break records? Can poor Man United finally find a suitable replacement for a fast-food-loving Casemiro? Can you even remember who got promoted? Just where will Crystal Palace finish? The Sunday League podcast is back for a full season two with all the usual gimmicks, but we're back and we're bigger than ever. It's important to remember the rules of the Sunday League podcast. Don't take it too seriously. We've never played the game. If we have to discuss stuff like VAR, it's best you've got a beer in your hand. And finally, don't mess with that Martinez. That man's seen things. The usual boys are back. Firstly, a man who will no doubt be coming to a squash hall near you. Dan, how have you spent the summer? Hi guys, uh, you okay? Uh, yeah, I've been, uh, yeah, been playing plenty of squash this summer. Been away with the family. Remember to take the little one, of course, Scott. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, uh, like I said, playing a lot of squash. Still drinking the Carlin, enjoying it very much. Uh, uh, so, so the listeners will be happy with that. Year, then. Uh, no, not this year, Scott. Maybe next year when our boys are back in the prem, I'll start a new one. <laughs> Secondly, a man who spent season one building up his own fan base. Adam, how did you spend your summer? Uh, hello. Um, I spent my summer watching cricket, something that I don't tend to normally do. Uh, I, I I enjoy it though, so I'm all, I'm all over that now. Um, luckily, football's back. Three days to go, is it? What's it? Yeah, Friday night football, isn't it? It starts there. So, yeah, I can't wait for that now. The summer's been and gone. It's clearly over with the uh, weather that we've got at a minute. So, uh, bring 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 on the winter because I love the winter. Still got the lionesses out there. Nah, <laughs> yeah, oh, go on, England. Yeah, woo! <laughs> <laughs> for season one, saw you have plenty of drinks in rotation. So, what are you want tonight, Aris? Um, unfortunately, no new rotation tonight, Scott. It's um, it's just the uh, the Guinness again, the black stuff. Um, I've I've took a shine to it again. Like towards towards the end of uh, last year, I didn't like it. it I thought it was a uh, a winter's drink, but because we're practically over summer now, it's, it is back with a bang. Uh, for me, boys, I've got three weeks left in the UK, so. Uh... Good news for the pod. That means uh, no power cuts tonight, but it also means I'm making most of the fact that I can get my hands on some cider. So, oh, it's Copperberg. It's not, you know, it'll do. Is it the non-alcoholic stuff, though? Because I know one of my mates used to drink quite a lot of non-alcoholic stuff. Non-alcoholic? Might as well not even drink. (laughs) (laughs) So, boys, without further ado... This is the big Premier League preview pod. So um, we are going to try and fly through it, but let's apologise in advance um, for just how long this might take. Um, we've spent the last week or so putting together what you think the table is going to look like. So we're going to run through very quickly, team by team, what they've done and where you think they're going to finish. So let's, let's, start with, let's start with Arsenal, shall we? Um, they've signed a few big players, uh, Kai Havertz, Stephen Rice, uh, Timber, um, Granite Shack has left. They obviously won the, uh, I don't know, is it still called the charity? I don't know what they call it nowadays, but they're beating Man City on penalties at the weekend. Um, 
Dan, where have you got Arsenal finishing this season? Well, this one's going to shock the listeners, Scott. Uh, and I don't know if I'm probably going on the hype of them just winning the Charity Shield, but surprising. I, I think this could be the year. I don't know. I just don't Jesus. think... Why do I we have to start with you? Like you come out with some of the most outrageous stuff. <laughs> I think they've made a very good sign in Declan Rice. Uh, obviously, the Kai Havertz one is also it's a big transfer in terms of money, but they've signed two players there that have, albeit obviously Declan Rice is only the Conference League, but they've now won trophies. So that, that, that's something that they need and. Yeah, the experience of how far they took Man City this year will have improved over the summer. I think this could be a... I don't... It's not a weak side, that Arsenal, and they could really do something this year. Oh, wow. OK. So so what position was it, just to clarify? I've gone them to win it this year. Crikey. Crikey, Adam, what about you? I've got, I've got, I've gone um, third. I don't think they're going to... I don't think they're going to do much. I think Declan Rice is a good signing, don't get me wrong. But other than that, I, constantly getting Chelsea has been. Yes, yeah, yeah, sorry, they've signed Kai Havertz that scored the winner in the Champions League, sorry. Yeah, but that I could score the winner in the Champions League. It doesn't make me any good. <laughs> Not with that. Like, like, let, let's be realistic. Havertz had an awful season, had an awful World Cup. I just don't, I don't rate him at all. Okay, so, so let me just say as well. So, Kai Havertz had a bad season, but Chelsea had a bad season. Just hold that for the listeners later in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, so you said third, did you? Yeah, third place for them. Okay. Um, I've got to be honest, boys, I've got Arsenal fifth. Um, and that's for me just because I imagine, or in my head, I think they're going to focus, you know, they've got Champions League football to play this year, which they didn't have to play last year. Um, and that's going to take up, you know, they've got to play... Saturdays and Tuesdays, and uh, I just worry about them going back to the old good old winter Arsenal of, um, you know, they can perform in the summer, but they break down in the winter. And, you know, Charlie, we saw it with Liverpool. I know Liverpool went and won the league, but, you know, chasing or battling Man City takes a lot out of you. So um, I've got them fifth, but one of us has got them as Tata winners. So Arsenal fans, they, they, you know, give us a bit of a break. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just think they should have had a, not signed a striker. Like, getting that they're going to be playing Kai Havertz as a striker, I think. But yeah, I, I agree with you in that aspect. Of they've not gone out and got a number nine, but they already had Jesus. That if he stays fit, is a very good player anyway. And Kai Havertz is going to fit in with that role as well. I think so. Yeah. Let's move on to, uh, well, they won't be Dan's favourite team anymore now they've sacked their manager. Let's talk about Bournemouth. Um, I've got to be honest, lads, I've not heard of it, or I don't recognise the names of many of the people they've brought in. Um, I obviously recognise the, the name Cliver, but I don't think it's the same one. Um, Hamed Troyore, Mika, Milos Kerkes, Ionu Radu. Um, Jefferson Lerm has left, which I guess is one of their bigger, you know, one of their more well-known players. Um, Adam Bournemouth this year, where do you think they'll end up? Um, it's a difficult one for Bournemouth. I, I was surprised they stayed up last year, as as listeners will know in the uh, last season that we did. I'm quite surprised they managed to swindle the way up there, and they, they actually finished a lot higher than I thought they were going to. Uh, I've got them finishing sixteenth, but going off what you just said, I'm starting to already doubt my predictions. 
on where teams are going to start finishing. <laughs> um, not really signed anyone. And if you're just trying to, I think I think his dad was the Kyvert. So if you if you're just trying to sign yeah, someone right. with a uh, famous name, that's not going to keep you in football leagues. But I have put them to finish 16. Was and... he from Roma though? No, he, well, he uh, spent. I think he spent a year at Roma. I think oh, okay. he was at Ajax. He's been knocking around, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, sixteenth. Dan, I've I've gone at, after them uh, getting rid of my mate Gary O'Neill. Uh, I've gone for them to finish to just survive here. Really, I think that basically, I don't think they'll be great this season. I I just think they'll be three worse. Is that what team? Uh, a name? Uh, three worse. Uh, teams than them this year but I think it'll be a long season for the Bournemouth faithful this year yeah like you say they haven't they've signed no one of real great talent they've lost uh, Lerma which he was probably one of their standout players last year so and albeit obviously when we're recording this I think somebody has also made a bid for Solanke so if they lose him it could be a big loss this year oh I was going to say um I'd have a bit. I've got them the same as you, Dan. I've got them just surviving seventeenth, which, to be fair to them, is probably three places higher than Adam last year. Um, so they are making progress, but I think a lot of it comes down to Solanke and his goals. So if all of a sudden he's on the move, that that'll make a massive difference. Um, yeah. So seventeenth at the moment, but maybe that changes if uh, if Solanke goes. Um, let's let's move on to. One of the surprise packages from last season. Let's talk about Brentford. Um, they've brought in Nathan Collins. Um, they've brought in Beckham, but not the Beckham. And then they've brought in a few different players, that I think, from uh, from different countries. They've obviously got a fantastic scouting system. Um, but probably the big thing for, for them is, is when does Ivan Tony next play? So, Dan, where have you got Brentford finishing this season? I've got them to struggle... This season, I think I've placed them as just above uh, Bournemouth in 16th, basically on the fact, like you mentioned, that I think it could be six months before Ivan Tony comes back. So you're looking already at uh, January and I, I'm still umming and ahhing on well, any player that's out for six months is going to struggle to come straight back into it. I, I get he's not injured, but still not playing for six months. I Yeah, I don't know the ins and outs of can he play for some other team, whether he goes out abroad for three, four months and still keeps fit. But yeah, losing him for six months is a big loss. And it just don't... Obviously, I've seen the list of the signings. I know a few of them, but other than that, I'm not, not well known of who they've brought in to replace him. So... Yeah, I've gone that they'll struggle this year. Adam got a bit more faith in the bees. Yeah, I have really, and I, I think it's mainly down to me liking Thomas Frank. I, I think he's a good manager. I, I think he's very good at organising the the team. So just the... to say as well uh, that Ray has had the bid accepted by Arsenal tonight. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Ray, yeah, Ray could be going as well. But they had they have San, they've got Sanchez. He's gone, hasn't he? Oh, is oh, is he already gone? Right, okay, yeah. So they're gonna they need to. Hey, Sanchez at Brighton. Yeah, he's the Brighton keeper, isn't he? Ah, right. Okay, I don't yes. think they've got him. 
right standard <laughs> standard getting it right you know um no I've, i think brentford are a good team I, I, like you say dan we're losing um ivan tony i do wonder what their next steps are but they've, they've not had a terrible pre-season they were scoring goals so it's not like they're going to be struggling in that bit i just don't think they won but I think they're I think they're a good team. I'm, I'm I do like Brentford at all. Um, I do like Brentford. So do you like that Mbemo yeah. and uh, Wizard have got? Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not writing him off as a strike force completely, but I just think I, he may have been the player that everyone was like, oh, if we're not playing well, we can still rely on Ivan Tony. If that makes sense. So, mm. so where you got yeah. finishing Harris? I've got them finishing 11th this year. Uh, I don't think it's going to be quite as good as uh, last year because I think teams will figure them out this year. So, yeah, I'll put them at 11th. I've probably got them somewhere in between. Um, I think their home form will be very important. Um, I, I Obviously, I knew the keeper might go, but losing your keeper and losing your striker um, is not ideal. But like Harris has kind of touched upon, I do rate him as a manager. I rate Thomas Frank. Um, I've got them finishing 13th. I, I think he'll come down to their home form. I think it'll be one of those, if they can be, you know, 15th, 16th at January and then Tony can come back and get a few goals, they'll be more than good enough to stay up. And then it's kind of anyone's guess for 12th to 17th in this table anyway. So um, I do see him staying up, but um, yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they're in a relegation zone at some point during the season. Uh, let's talk, uh, move on to another one of uh, last season's surprise packages then. Um, Brighton, who are going to be playing in Europe, I think, this season. Um, they've brought in Mohamed Dahoud from, uh, I think he was playing at Dortmund. They've brought in Jao Pedro, I think, was playing at Watford at one point. He was a decent striker, I reckon. And obviously, uh, Super James Milner's still going. But they have lost Alexis McAllister. There's lots of rumours flying around about whether this guy say no or move on or not. They seem to have a few players getting linked with moves away. Um, Adam, where have you put Brighton? Uh, I have put Brighton to finish eighth. I think, they, I think they're still going to have a good season. Uh, I, I I don't know if it's just me and I, I just wasn't paying attention that much, but I don't really see McAllister being the main link in that Brighton team last season. I could be wrong because it's not like I singled him out. He had he had a good World Cup, but I don't I don't think he was the star man for Brighton. I think it was a whole team performance for them last year, and I, I do I do believe that some of the signings have made even just Milner for experience is is a good signing. Um, I think they've recruited sensibly and have not lost any of the big names yet. As you say, um, Casado could go. And that that could cause a problem because I know he was a big name for them, but they've got that um, Matomo. Yeah, yeah, he's incredible. He'll end up. He'll end. Up, I think he'll go at the end of the season because uh, I think I also think he's a good player. And they've got that guy that scored a screamer against Man City. And Enciso. Enciso, that's it. So yeah, they've got a few hidden talents, haven't they? Yeah, yeah they, and, they, they uh, definitely have. Point. And. I thought they were going to get raided a bit more, but nah, they're, they're, they'll be okay for me. And unfortunately for Brighton, they're not that team that I quite think are going to push on to the top five, top six. So um, stick them eight, just because teams above them are clearly better. Dan? 
How's Brian going to do? Well, surprisingly enough, I'm basically going along with what Adam uh, actually said. I agree with most of his comments there. Uh, yeah, I've, unfortunately, although I agree with all his comments, I've gone finishing a bit lower. I think, for me, it's just Brighton a bit of a team where there's other teams that are spending more money, like risking more, if that makes sense. So they're making the bigger money signings, whereas Brighton are quite safe with everything. Like you mentioned, they've already signed uh, NCSO last year, which is an incredible talent. They've got, uh, a br- briefly uh, mentioned it, Evan Ferguson, a decent striker coming through the ranks. Uh, I uh, wonder off whether they just need to get rid of Casado because he seems to be causing more problems coming out every transfer window. Probably this this window would be the right one for just to take the money of him and uh, going, if that makes sense. Like, I think he'll get a good money offer and they can spend the money wisely. I think they've got a good uh, good transfer negotiation team, obviously, in, in charge. So, yeah, I think they'll do well and I've got them to finish... Uh, what have I got them to? Ninth this year. So, yeah, they're in Europe as well, aren't they? So, a good run, I think. Yeah. I've got. I think they're obviously plenty good enough to stay up. I think they've got some real quality. Um, I do worry about firstly them playing on a Thursday night every week. That's going to take a lot out of you, and you're constantly playing patch up then because you're having to play on a Sunday. And for me, for, since Brighton have been in the Premier League, I just I don't know where all the goals are coming from. I think they've got players that you know can look really good and can have great performances from time to time, but oh, I'm still not certain they've got you know. 20 goal a season man or whatever be interesting because obviously the managers you know he wasn't there all season was he last season and obviously Potter got him off to a great start and he essentially just carried it on and you know helped out a little bit so what does it look like now he's now he's had his own pre-season um, but I've got yeah. finishing bang mid-table so I, I'm not worried about them at all um, we come to our first promoted side then um, so Burnley who obviously stormed the championship Um but a very famous manager in charge in Vincent Company, and um, it's been quite busy, I think, in the transfer market. I- I've got to be honest, don't recognise all the names that they've brought in. I know one of them's the uh, under-21 England keeper that was making all those saves. I think he kept clean sheet in the whole tournament, if I remember right. Um, Nathan Redmond is obviously a name we remember. Um, Jacob Brunlas, I think, was a-, a youngster knocking around, probably on Football Manager about five years ago. So... Um, <laughs> Dan, how does he Burnley doing? Well, I've, I am going off the hype of it being Vince Company and they romp the championship. And I do think they'll be uh, safe this year. They'll try and play some pretty football, which will... I see them being a bit of a team where they'll get the wins because they play good football. But I think on the big occasions, they could also get absolute trounced, if that makes sense. Like, you co- you've got to be... Uh, you've got to know when to play pretty football and when to dig in deep. And I think Burnley, when they need to dig in deep, they'll be struggling. But uh, they'll be the bet. They'll be better than a a good few teams in this league. And Vince Company's, yeah, he's got he's got his links of uh, knowing to get a few good transfers in. So I don't think they'll struggle this year, to be honest, Scott. Well, I've got them to finish. Uh, 15th this year. I think they'll be safe though, yeah. Adam? 
I don't. I don't really. I don't know. I don't how know how to read Burnley. I, they're a yo-yo club normally, aren't they? Um, I do think company gets a bit more praise than he actually deserves. Uh, I don't dislike him, but I just think because he was a good defender doesn't necessarily mean he was a good uh, good manager. And I, I'm sure he struggled. I think where we went before was it? I was it like Anderlecht or something? Anderlecht, that was it. Yeah, Belgium. I, I just was. also think that. Romp in the championship doesn't always mean that you're gonna kind of destroy, no. like stay safe in the Premier League. No, and I, I kind of agree. I kind of agree with that. Uh, but for some reason, I do think Burnley are going to make this this uh, season stick and see if they come unstuck next season. Whether I don't really know what their owners are like. Whether they just think if they're going back down, will they sack them? I think they're quite loyal because they had Dice for a bit, didn't they? They didn't really get rid of him straight away. Uh, but they didn't make the decision to sack him with X amount of games left when they could have still survived in the Premier League um, two years ago. So, we've got Burnley as 13th. I, I don't think they're going to be... Uh, I think that, I think it'll be a relegation battle throughout the season and they'll end up 13th just on goal difference or a point. Like that. That's a big goal difference. That's like <laughs> six points, six teams on goal difference. Uh, <laughs> one of the greatest seasons ever. <laughs> All on 39 points up to 13. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got to be honest. Last season, the Premier League was a lot of fodder, a lot of rubbish. Um, and I think I've bought into the hype a little bit about Vincent Company, don't get me wrong. Um, but I just think it's something different. And I, I, I genuinely think they will either finish bottom or they'll do very well. And uh, I'm optimistic. So uh, I've got them in the top half, boys. I've got them coming ninth. Uh, Vincent Company's Claret Army, I reckon. He's wearing his Burnley shirt, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to a team that certainly keeps uh, Jim White in a job, I guess. Um, let's talk about Chelsea. Um They've probably brought in four more players since we've started this podcast, if I'm honest. Um, Nicholas Jackson, um, Kunku, who then got injured. Um, a load of others that have come in. Uh, the outs have just been as busy, though. Havertz, Kovacic, uh, Loftus-Cheek, Mason Mount, Pulisic, Pulabali, Mendy, Aubameyang, uh, Azpiqueta, Kante. So it's been a busy old, busy old summer for them, Adam. Uh, how do you reckon they'll get on this year? I I'm I'm surprising myself if I'm honest, Scott. You know, for sticking a ten pound free battle on towards the end of last season when Frank Lampard, who had no idea was in charge, decided to four hundred to one. I thought he got a chance of getting relegated, but I'm a big fan of Pochettino. Oh, you didn't mention him. You what, Dan? Mid table this year? No, no, not mid table this year. I'm a big fan of Pochettino. You didn't put him in the transfers in. That's a massive transfer in. They've got rid of a lot of dead wood out of that squad as well. And they've got, and unfortunately, I'm telling Cuckoo got injured. I had him down as probably my player of the season to look out for because he's a quality player when he was at Red Bull. Uh, Jackson Sorry, can looks... just ask Adam? Adam, what did, what did Poch win when he was in the Premier League last year, <laughs> last time? Yeah, runner-up in Champions League. And that That's ah. all that counts. Uh, massive fan of Poch. I would have loved him at Leicester. He wouldn't have come to Leicester, obviously, but no. it's, a, it's a real shame. Um, I've got Chelsea to win the league. 
thought, yeah, I thought rele- relegation one season, Premier League winners this season. Uh, uh, so Kai Havertz, formerly Chelsea, couldn't mm-hmm. win the league, but Awful a Chelsea player. team that failed last year could. Awful player. They've got rid of some awful players there. <laughs> Mount, awful. Christian Perisic, whatever his name is, crap. <laughs> Kulabari, crap. And who were crap when he rang John Terry for his shirt number? Grongo Kante. Kante, legend, but wants a bit of money. Dead weight. <laughs> Aspilicueta, dead weight. Abangyang, whatever his name is, dead weight. Loftus Cheek, was never getting in that side anyway. Dead weight. <laughs> They they've done the right thing, and they're gonna they're gonna win the league. You can mark my <laughs> words on that. Uh, uh, so uh, Dan, Chelsea are winning Chelsea are winning the league. Um, there's a lot of dead weight. There's they've sold some players with funny surnames as well. Um, <laughs> where where have you gone coming? Uh, I've gone finishing fifth this year. Don't get me wrong. I think it'll be a much more productive season than last year. And I think actually Poch coming in is the right decision to make, but. The rest of Adam's comments are absolutely like just shocking. I don't know where he's got those from. Just they had to get rid of so many players. They were always because they'd basically signed so many, and they're still spending stupid amount of money, aren't they? It's uh, I, I, yeah, like you mentioned, I'm losing track of who they're signing and who they're getting rid of, but. Uh, no, I think Poch coming in is obviously starting to make the right signs. And I think he's fine lining the uh, starting 11 and stuff like that. So I've, I do agree that Poch's a good manager, but he's still not done anything in the Premier League. And he still finished third in a two-horse race. And uh, <laughs> uh, he's probably going to end up doing something similar again this year. I've got him finishing fifth stop. I've got, got this. I, I'm not quite as high on them as Adam, but only just. I've got them coming second, and purely on the grounds of they're going to have a smaller squad, surely. And Pochettino likes working with a smaller squad. I've got to be honest; they could come second, they could come tenth. I think that owner is is an absolute living nightmare. So anything could happen. Um, but at the moment, for me, second. Uh, very let's, quickly, let's boys. Remember, they've got no European football as well. There. Yeah, that's very true. It's very true. Very quickly, boys. Let's touch on Palace. Um, they've not been very busy at all, have they? They've brought in Jefferson Lerma, who we've touched on already, and lost Wilfred Zaha. That's probably their main main transfers. Um, they're going to finish somewhere in the table, and no one's going to remember where they are until the last day of the season. So, Dan, where are Palace going to finish? Uh, I've got them finishing 12th, but uh, when I've made this prediction as well, I've seen a further one that Man City were after that Elise. Okay. So, uh, obviously, I'm the replacement of uh, Riyad Mahrez, so I'm not going to touch on that too much. But if that one was to go ahead, I think uh, it would change my prediction a bit too much because they've already got rid of Zaha. But, yeah, no, I think, obviously, we can only base it on what signs we've seen last season at, towards the end of Roy Hodgson. So, he'll make that team good. And if he does keep the... Uh, two of Eze and Elise. I, I think they'll have a promising scene, to be honest. Like, they're in, interesting uh, youngsters, aren't they? So, yeah, I've got them finishing 12th. Other than that, I don't know too much about Palace side, but like we briefly touched on, uh, after the top eight, it, it's all quite close, isn't it, really? Yeah. Adam? 
Um, I, yeah, I mean, I've got them to finish 12th as well. I've gone with Dan, but now that I've just been reminded that their losses that they've had this year with Zaha, uh, it, it was their main goal threat. It's yeah. it, they've lost someone, and I don't think replacing with Jefferson Lerma is the 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 best uh, solution either. But however, Zaha was injured a lot as well, so they did play a lot the last season without him. So maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but I've gone with them finishing twelfth. I've gone fourteenth. Um, I've got to be honest, if this Elise goes, I'll probably drop them a lot lower. They're another one where, honestly, I don't think Royal Chin will be there at the end of the season. Um, so they'll finish 14th. They might well be in the relegation zone at some point and they'll bring someone else in to bounce them back up. So I'm predicting things that are impossible to predict, but Palace always finish 14th. So it's a safe prediction. Yeah, I agree, so- Scott. Boys, Everton next. Um, not been too busy, really, I suppose, and stayed up by the skin of the teeth. Um, much to our dismay, I guess. So, Ashley Young in. Um, he's nice and young. Uh, Dan Juma, which I, I think he turned him down last year, so that's an interesting one. Um, they've lost a couple. Tom Davis, Yerry Mina, Andros Townsend. Uh, Dan, how do you see Everton doing? Uh I think with the manager they've got at the moment, I don't, I don't see him struggling too much. Uh, I think uh, maybe, like we've said in previous comments, it's, it's quite difficult after the top seven, eight that uh, it's going to be close, isn't it? So I haven't got it up in front of me, but I don't know what my prediction was. So Adam, can you just say? You put eleventh down. Yeah, I think I think they'll have a good season to be fair. Oh dear. Yes. <laughs> I don't uh, I'm still a bit bitter that they stayed up and I don't really think they've put enough uh, investment into the club again this year. Still not for some reason signed a striker. Um I I don't understand the Dan Juma signing because he clearly didn't want to be there in January and they needed him more in January than do at the start of this season. Um, so hopefully they finish 18th and they actually get relegated this year. 18th, <laughs> uh, I've got to be honest, boys. Um, we, we keep touching on it. Anything from 11th down, there's a there's a fair bit of tripe down there. Everton for me, nothing's changed. They've got Sean Dyche, who's had a full year at it now, so I think they'll stay up. But if they finish 19th, would I be surprised? No, I've predicted 15th, but. There's going to be a group of teams down there similar to last season where they could probably finish in any order. Um, moving on. So, Adam, you've still hold a grudge against Everton. Um, I assume you're definitely going to hold a grudge against the next team. So, uh, in, Anthony Alanga, Chris Wood, Olayana, out, Andre Ayew, uh, Jesse Lingard. I think they're still looking for a few keepers. Um, Nottingham Forest, Adam, how do you think they'll do this year? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, Scott, nothing's changed. Uh, still want Forest to go down. Uh, bravo for them to stay up. But I think they're going to get found out. And I reckon Cooper will be the first manager sacked this year. Wow, that's uh, a big statement. Yeah, it is. But it's just, uh, Anthony Alanga, good signing. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but you know, a big miss for Forest this year is going to be Jesse Lingard because he was he didn't he was, play. He was <laughs> clinical last year for Forest. He, 
it was well worth the money. Um, so yeah, I've got Forest to finish nineteenth this year. Okay, Dan, bring some realism, Forest. No, I think uh, I've gone for them to finish probably. I've gone for this year. You've gone tenth, Dan. Oh yeah, so yeah, tenth. But yeah, because with uh, who is it in charge? Uh, Cooper in charge. I think. I think he'll do well this year. I think there'll be a, after this uh, recording. I think there'll be a few more signs before we uh, see the transfer window end. And yeah, what last season was a big scene for him because they had a lot of signings, didn't they? But uh, yeah, he'll tighten the squad this year and it'll make them strong this year. So I'm um, I'm happy to say that I'm going for tenth this year. I've gone 16th, but I'm not repeating myself. You know what I think at the bottom half of the table. Um, I think similar to Bournemouth, similar to Brentford, where are the goals coming from? And their home form is vitally important. Um, Look, if they finish 10th, I wouldn't be surprised. If they finish 19th, I wouldn't be surprised. I've gone 16th. They could end up anywhere in between all of those places. Um, Yeah, they're another one of those teams, aren't they? They're They're all very... Very similar. Um, we'll move on. We'll move on again to, well, one of the surprises of last season. I'm not so sure, Dan. I think you're, you've got some friends on social media that would disagree. Fulham, <laughs> um, they've brought in Raul Jimenez and they've brought in Calvin Bassey, someone that used to play for our team. They've lost, have oh, they lost anyone significant? Not really. Joe Bryan, Shane Duffy, not a lot. The, the big one could be Mitrovic, couldn't it? Because that's one... They keep getting linked, or sorry, the person that keeps getting linked with a move. Um, Dan, why how do you think Fulham will go this year? Well, also know that my Fulham fans out there, uh, they've also said that William, who signed 17 days ago at the time, is now asking to leave. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how happy them uh, listeners or your your tweeters uh, will be, but. Uh, I've gone to finish thirteenth uh, this year, Scott. So, just below uh, Palace, that I said that done a better season than last year. So I don't know what they're going to be tweeting about me this year, but <laughs> unfortunately, I, I, th- I think they'll have a good enough season to stay up because I think, like we mentioned so many times, that so many teams down there that are very close, but. Unfortunately, this year, Scott, they are going to be below Fulham. You mean so, Palace? Uh, <laughs> Palace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what they have to tweet about this time. <laughs> no, you, you you touched on it really, Scott. I think uh, I think it's just Mitrovic that they've got to worry about leaving. Uh, but not just that. They've got the manager as well that keeps being linked with Saudi Arabia. I think that's died down a bit now. Um, so he's 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 going to be staying, but I don't I don't as as we mentioned last season, uh, Fulham went missing for a bit um, on the holidays. Uh, I I don't think they're going to have an explosive season like they did. I've got them finishing. Uh, where have I got them finishing? Fifteenth this uh, this year. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. I've got them finishing twelfth. Um, Partly just because I quite 
quite like them, but I don't, I don't know why. Um, but I quite like watching the games on the, you know, on the TV or whatever. You know, at one o'clock. They always seem to be the early game on a Saturday or Sunday. It's always at Craven Cottage, um, and you know they look like one of those teams. If they if they get a bit of a roll on, they can they can give a team a hiding, as we found out last year. So I've gone finishing twelve. Look, if Mitrovic goes. Raul Jimenez hasn't got enough goals in him, so they'll have to sign somebody else. But if Mitrovic stays, they'll be they'll be more than fine. So it's one of those, isn't it, where you've made a prediction, but it could all be different by by deadline day. So we we will see. Um, Liverpool boys, they were an interesting one last year, weren't they? Where they really had a struggle for most of the season, but ended up finishing a little bit lower than where they had been. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't the disaster that it was had got the potential to be. So. They've brought in Alexis McAllister. They've uh, brought in, I think his name's Jabajai or something like that, the Hungarian lad. Um, they've lost Firmino. They've lost Cater. They've lost Milner. They've laid, lost Oxlade-Chamberlain. They've obviously lost um, Jordan Henderson and Fabinho as well. Um, Adam, Liverpool, how do you see them getting on? I've got Liverpool finishing fifth. I think they'll, uh, I think they'll do okay this season. Some some decent signings, not world not world beaters, but they've they've managed to retain Salah, um, Robertson. He's you know these people that could have easily gone to Saudi if they really wanted to. Um, I know they've lost uh, Fabinho. He he's gone Saudi Arabia, um, but they've got Gakpo still as well. Um, uh, McAllister's in there as well. I think they've got an attackive side. They're going to be quite an attackive, high-scoring uh, games for Liverpool. I've got, them, I've got them finishing fifth. Dan, I've got them finishing uh, fourth this year, Scott. So, yeah, I agree with a lot of Adam's comments. It was they have lost the established players, haven't they? Of uh, Henson, Milner, but uh, no, I, I think they'll be good. Well, obviously, what I'm basing that is on the signs of last season. They started hitting form towards the end of last year, didn't they? So if they carry that on to next year, especially with your Gakpo and uh, who's your, uh, Darwin Nunes, if they hit form this year and they've had a year under the belt, then they could be a force this year. And I, I fancy the chance in the champion, making the Champions League this year. I've got it. I've got them finishing fourth as well. Um, but I'm putting a slight asterisk on it and the fact that they need to sign some centre midfielders before the deadline day um, because losing Henderson and Fabinho, I'm sure, uh, you know, I see a lot of comments from Liverpool fans saying they won't really miss Henderson, you know, his legs are gone and all that. And I totally get it. Um, but you've got to have some legs in the middle of the park and they seem a bit light there at the moment. So I've got them finishing fourth and I'm fairly confident in it as long as they bring some legs in. Um, so, so we will see. We will see with Liverpool. Um, on to our next team that came up, um, slightly different. Uh, they've already cancelled a game because they've got no ground. Um, Luton. Um, I've got to be honest, boys, I, I read who they brought in. And I'd say they're looking at, you know, getting promoted again next season, if I'm honest. Ryan Giles, Tahit Chong, Mads Anderson. Uh, fantastic name from Villa. Marvellous Nakamba, um, just to name a few there. They've not lost anyone. Uh, they lost Henry Lansbury, apparently. I thought he retired about 15 years ago. So, um, realistically, Dan, it's great to have a new team. Well, not a new team, but a, a new team in the Premier League, but a different team back in the top flight again. 
Um, but how do you see Luton getting on? Uh, it is a bit of a difficult one, isn't it, Scott? It's yeah, like you say, I don't know too much about the signings that making, and that they're not making massive signings because I don't think, in terms of Premier League, they're not massive team and they're not going to have a massive budget. But uh, I've gone that they probably will be a one worse team than them this year because I just think the terms of turn up to play at Luton, that could be difficult for some of the big teams and they'll they'll get enough points to finish 19th this year, Scott, sorry. Uh, uh, well, you don't have to apologise to me. I don't, you know, I've got no more in it. Um, well, Adam, sorry, Luton going... fans. <laughs> I, I'm not going to your point, Scott, about the, the team looks like they're going to get promoted again. Um, if it was a championship side... Luton would be happy with all of them signs because they are they are championship players. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't I don't hold out much hope for Luton. I see them as a bit of a blackboard. It must just be the colour of the shirt. Uh, I've got these finishing rock bottom. I'm afraid. Um, uh, uh, yeah. uh, I'm gonna say sorry as well because I'd I'd love them to stay up in a funny kind of way, but I could. Similar to you, whether it's colour of shirts or just the, the story of it, I see them a bit like Blackpool, Huddersfield, teams like that. Yeah. They've just not, you know, they'll have a few good results probably at home, but are they going to consistently be good enough to to stay up? It's one of those teams where everyone else down the bottom half is much of a muchness. You can easily put Luton in your bottom three. Um, and, well, Bournemouth stayed up last year and everybody did it. So, you know, Luton fans don't lose hope. What do we know anyway? We don't know anything. Um, so, <laughs> but I've got Luton at the bottom as well. Um, maybe someone else at the other end of the league Man City boys um, they've brought in Kovacic uh, I think they've been linked with a few other players and uh, whether because they lost the charity shield Guardiola's gone and asked for 400 million more quid or whatever who knows mm-hmm. um, obviously coming off the back of a treble um, they've lost what Mares, Gundogan and, and obviously this uh, James Trafford went to went to Burnley uh, Adam, Man City, you obviously have got Chelsea winning the league, so how do you see Man City doing this year? Yeah, Man, Man City are going to be the solid second team here. Um, <clears throat> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter, <clears throat> excuse me, it doesn't matter who they lost this summer because um, their, their team was that good last year. They, they looked like they were just tearing everyone apart. Champions League, FA Cup, League. One, one surprising out, though, uh, would be um, Gund- Gundogan. I thought he was a very good player for Man City last season, uh, and he was the perfect replacement for Silva. Um, I, I, I thought it was a good little tactician, good with his feet, and he's always been in the uh, shadows at Man City. As soon as he has one one good season, he ends up leaving. So it's a shame about that, but their team's that strong. I think they'll um, they'll they'll push on again, but the heart's set on Chelsea. And if it wasn't set on Chelsea, I'd definitely be picking Man City here. But you know, I want someone different to win it, and um, I'm I'm fully back in Chelsea. Dan, you've got Arsenal winning it. So where do Man City come? I've gone that they'll be the second team this year. I I understand what Adam said, but when he's made the comment of. Man City are that strong and then also made the comment that Chelsea are going to win the league. Have they really strengthened that that much this summer, Adam? 
Oh no, but they've got they've got they them. The majority of their goals came from finished. Holland last year. They Other had a great that, team that finished what in out of Europe last year. Chelsea did. Yeah, I mean, they got. I'd happily even put Man City to finish third here, but I won't. I'm sticking to my guns and putting second. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, but, I've got no, no, I do. Uh, sorry, Scott. I do. I do agree. Uh, I think they'll finish second. I think they'll push Arsenal very. Very close to the title, and I, I do believe that Man City will go strong in Europe. But uh, this year in in uh, England, I think Arsenal will be the strong boys. I, I, I've gone winning the league, uh, just on the grounds of if Haaland and De Bruyne are fit, there's no one better. And um, my only asterisk is honestly, whatever these Premier League charges are, if they ever get proven and they lose thirty five points, otherwise I think they'll walk the league. Um, I think it's Man City's league till till Guardiola goes, and then we will start playing the Premier League again. If I'm honest, but but we will see, we will see. Um, over there, there are for Manchester, Manchester United boys. They've what brought in Mason Mount uh, in midfield. They brought in the new keeper Anana. Uh, they brought in the new striker uh, Hoyland. Is it? Um, Johnny Evans may well be there. Um, they've yeah. obviously got rid of Alanga to Forest. Uh, Tellez, I think, has gone Saudi Arabia. David De Gea is still without a club, I think. And uh, mighty Phil Jones has finally his contract must have run out. It must have signed a fifteen-year contract or something. Um, Dan, Man United, where do they end up? Uh, I've gone third this year, Scott. I'm massive fan of Manchester United, but I just I think Man City and Arsenal are too, too strong for these this year. Uh, yeah, obviously they've signed that Hoyland from uh, some Danish side or. I don't, I don't know where he's coming it from. It was Atalanta, wasn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. But he's Danish, isn't he? So uh, that's probably where I was coming from. So uh, I think obviously spending 70 odd million on him is there's got to be some talent in there. I don't know too much about him. So I think Ten Hag's going in the right direction. I just think they're still off the off the pace of Arsenal and Man City. So yeah, I've gone, they'll be, be the best of the. Rest of the bunch, to be honest. So, third this year. Adam? Yeah, they've got some good players there. Mount, oh, oh, he's, he's okay. Obviously, he was dead weight at Chelsea last year. Um, so, he's he's definitely definitely there. So, he'll probably make my new worse. O'Dana, I've seen him get lobbed from the halfway line this weekend. So, that's good. Um, did you see that he was in the Champions League final? I did, but honestly... I don't, I don't understand Champions League final because one minute the team could be there, next minute they're not. You know, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why they've got rid of David de Gea. I think he was a great goalkeeper. I know there's, they're saying that he's not good with the uh, ball at his feet, but I would have at least kept him as backup, seeing as he's not gone anywhere since. So uh, you could have probably sold him some money at some point down the line. Um, I've got Man U finishing fourth this year. I just don't... I think the four teams above them are, are much better. Well, three. Three, I'd have thought, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, I've gone finishing third. And purely on the grounds of... Look, last season, they, they had some heavy beatings, didn't they? At different points of the season. Whether that's Brentford, whether that's uh, Liverpool. Uh, and until they are properly, properly consistent, I can't put them any higher. Um, you know, there's too much quality in that league. So... Third, but you know, you never know. Maybe they'll end up second. 
Um, I can't see him winning it, I suppose. Um, a return to the Champions League for, for Newcastle boys. Um, they've brought in what? They've brought in that Tonali who looks very grumpy anytime I see a picture of him on social media. <laughs> we obviously lost uh, Harvey Barnes to them. Um, so he's gone to Newcastle. Uh, but Alan St. Maximan's gone to what, Newcastle Juniors or whatever they're called in Saudi Arabia. I'm not sure. Um, and I don't know, not a lot else really. Kieran Clark, I suppose. Um, so they've also got Champions League football to contend with as well this year. Um, Adam, how do you see Newcastle getting on? I see Newcastle finishing seventh. I think they're going to get found out this year. Um, I know I was quite anti Newcastle last season, and it's it's not gone away yet. I still I still think they're overachieving a lot. Um, I think Champions League will take a toll on them. I think they won't. I think they'll end up in the Europa League if anything, uh, and then they'll they'll scrape seventh at a push. Uh, Harvey Barnes, fantastic signing for him uh, for, for Newcastle. Sorry, I think that um, Ali guy. I don't think he wants to be in the cold Geordie land. He's gone from nice Milan to to up north in in the UK, so that's never good. Um, I haven't got much hope for Newcastle. Eddie Howe will get found out this time. Um, and yeah, finish seventh. Dan, Newcastle? No, I agree with most of uh, Adam's comments, to be honest. Uh, I've got him to finish eighth, but uh, yeah, I think I think Europe will take this hold on them. So, and I, I, I do think they punched above the weight last year, to be honest, and I think that will actually back Backfire on uh, Eddie House, so I have to say I think he'll be gone by the end of the season. I think he wasn't the number one choice at the start of the season anyway. It was always Unai Emery that they wanted, wasn't it, I think? So, yeah, and they haven't actually spent... Obviously, they've spent money, but I don't think they've spent it on proven talent. You Obviously, we as uh, Leicester fans, we love Harvey Barnes, but is he really Champions League quality? And there's not too much that we know about this Tenali. I think I think they could struggle. I think they'll be out of the Champions League by group stage and, yeah, they won't win anything again. Sorry, Geordie fans. <laughs> I've gone finishing sixth. Um, I think you're right. I think the squad's quite small and lacks a bit of talent for the Champions League. But they will have three home games. So it's a bit like, a, I don't know, almost like Celtic or Rangers in the Champions League as well, where they almost buy a couple of points by just having that atmosphere at home, I imagine. But I think their squad's quite small to deal with the Champions League and with the Premier League. I think they'll come sixth just because there's a top four and then it, there's about four teams underneath yeah. them anywhere, and they're one of them. Um, but I do kind of agree. I wouldn't be surprised if Eddie Howe wasn't there at the start. Uh, sorry, yeah, I think he'd be there at the start of the season. Uh, I'm not sure he'd be there Hopefully. at the end. Um, so, but yeah, it'll be an interesting one. If they came second, I wouldn't be surprised. And if they came tenth, I wouldn't either. So, um, but yeah, I've I've got them finishing sixth. Um, our final promoted team, boys, uh, Sheffield United. Got to be honest, I don't recognise any of the names that they've brought in, uh, other than one that's name is Slamani, but I don't think it's the same one that played for Leicester. Um, they've lost Billy Sharp. Um, they've lost the other striker. I think his name's Undie. I think. Sander Berg's on, is he currently having a medical or something at Burnley? Um, so they've not really done a lot. Um, Dan, how do you see Sheffield United getting on? Uh, well, unfortunately, I've picked these 
as my uh, favourite team for the Premier League now, Leicester are out of them. Just uh, obviously, as you two both well know, we had a good mate of uh, Jack Walters. It was a big Sheffield United fan, so we did follow them quite closely. And I, yeah, still got a lot, a big, big thoughts for them. But I've seen the transfers that uh, they're making, and obviously the close one of. Uh, I don't know whether it's Vandenberg or something, but he's close to be going potentially to Burnley. It's just a few, they just don't seem to be spending the money in it. Yeah, it worries me with, yeah, I think they had a few good loan signings last year, which they've not managed to uh, renew, but, and they've not spent the money. I can see him finish bottom. It's, it's really worrying it. And I don't want to be saying that they're going to finish bottom, but, so yeah, yeah. You, you saying that you're like a bad luck charm, Dan, because you've replaced Sheffield United uh, with, for with Leicester, Leicester and yeah. they got relegated. Yeah, no, I, I totally yeah. agree. And if Jack Waters listens, I don't think you'll be happy with it. But uh, yeah, I'm going bottom of the league. Uh, we, as of today, yep, yeah, uh, the eighth of eighth. Uh, yeah, August. they are finishing bottom unless they make some big transfers. <laughs> Uh, Adam, you go down much any more hope? No, unfortunately, um, I I just won't uh, ramble on like Dan. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm putting. Luckily, they're staying up for me though, seventeenth. Uh, so uh, they will survive. Just skin of the teeth. I think it'll be a dogfight a lot of the season um, with Luton and and Forest. I think it'll be a constant in and out. In and out of the relegation battle there for uh, Sheffield United. Um, and I'll be honest, boys. At this point in time, I don't see enough quality there. Um, I don't know. I don't think they'll see, don't think they'll score enough goals. If I'm honest, um, I've gone finishing nineteenth, and that's only because I think Luton will finish bottom. Um, I think they're the two easiest teams at the moment to put in that bottom three for me, and that's what I've done. It's it's a bit boring, but um, you know, at the moment, it's easy to do, isn't it? So. Look, I, I like you said, you mentioned uh, people that you know that follow Sheffield United. So I hope for them, it, I hope for their fans that they get a bit more hope. But at the moment, yeah, back to the championship for me. Um, Spurs boys, they've obviously got their new manager from uh, up in Scotland. Um, they've brought in who they brought in. I think they've signed Kulusevski permanently. Um, James Madison's obviously gone there from Leicester. Uh, they've signed a centre half today whose name uh, escapes me. It's about three or four names. Um, Vasario, Manuel Solomon. They've obviously lost Harry Winks to um, a super club, um, and Lucas Moore has <laughs> left as well. Um, Adam, how do you see Spurs getting on this season? Uh, I still think they're going to be a bit of bottle jobs. I don't think they're going to be in the uh, top four. I've gone finishing sixth. Um, I, I, I think um, I think Madison's a good signing for them. Um, if they keep Harry Kane and they've got Son. Madison and Kane in their in their attacking ranks. I think that's good, but I think Spurs' big problem is the defense and the goalkeeper. Um, and I don't I don't really see much change there for for Tottenham. <clears throat> uh, have they signed a goalkeeper? I don't know if any of them names were goalkeepers. I think the one lad is a keeper. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Right, but then it's I it's think they then... tried to get rid of Larissa, haven't they? Yeah, yeah I think he's that, coming that... to his end of his time, but I don't think they've got a major signing yet. Yeah, I've always thought that. I thought, you know, he's won the World Cup and he's a good goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. I don't some I don't, I think a lot of blame gets put on goalkeepers at the minute, and it's the defenders as well. 
especially last season with Danny Ward. He uh, he was a fantastic goalkeeper and he got let down by his defence a lot. So <laughs> I just don't want the same to happen to Hugo Lloris. Damn, I can you had. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, I've gone uh, for Spurs to finish seventh, to be honest, this year. I think that it's always interesting to know. I don't know too much about this An- Ange Posty something, but uh, and I think obviously we're basing it on him winning the league as Celtic, and there's not much to be honest in that Scottish league. So yeah, we'll uh we'll make a we'll make a decision on him this year, won't we? But yeah, if Harry Kane goes, I can't see him doing too much to be honest. So I based it on that Harry Kane will be there. So I've gone uh seventh this year, Scott. I've gone eighth and part of that for me is thinking that Harry Kane might not be there, which is interesting. Um eighth wow. on the basis that you know, Hurricane might not be there. His heart might not be in it either way because uh, he'll be on a free contract then, won't he? So, you know, second half of the season, he, he might be putting his feet up. Celtic manager, don't know. You know, don't know enough about coming down from uh, up north to, to down in the Premier League. So, wait and see. And part of me, you know, I like James Madison, but I thought he bottled it at Leicester. So, part of me wants Spurs to fail for that as well. So, uh, Agreed. <laughs> the Spurs. Um, on the other hand, someone I, I never want to fail is obviously uh, Super Unai Emery. So um, let's talk Villa very quickly, boys. Um, interesting summer. Pau Torres, Moussa Diaby, uh, and obviously Leicester legend Yori Tillemans, FA Cup winner. Um, they did lose Ashley Young, which I'm sure they'll be gutted about. So, Dan, how do you see Villa getting on? I think Villa could do uh, pretty well this year, to be honest, Scott. I think, obviously... I didn't agree with your comments in regards to Yuri Tillemans in Leicester last year, but if you're getting the best out of Yuri Tillemans, he's a great sign on a free, isn't he? So it's yeah. it's pretty handy to be fair. So yeah, I've especially with what they're in Europe Europe this year. So it's always difficult with those teams because we're always guessing on have they got a big enough squad or something like that. So uh, I've got them to be better than Spurs, and uh, yeah, I've got sixth this year. Uh, uh, Adam Bitter. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm going to hold my hands up. I've just sneakily changed my predictions and uh, swapped <laughs> two teams around with another team that I've not mentioned yet. So it's not affected anything for the pod. But after you reading them names out that Aston, who Aston Villa have signed, they've definitely deserved to go above the team that they have overtaken that we'll slightly move on to next. Uh, I, I I think Villa got a good chance and I'm a bit gutted that I've only put them to finish. Um, I think I've put them ninth to finish ninth. I, I want, ideally want to put them higher, but it's going to be a battle between them and Brighton. And then when you look at this, the, the seven after that is that I don't, I don't see their team being better than that. But there's only so much I can do, and there's a chance that I could be wrong here, and they could they could sneak into the the, the top six. But I've, I have got them down as ninth. I've got them seventh, and that's on the grounds where I think Emma is a good manager. I love Yuri Tillemans, <laughs> and I think I saw manager this season. Yeah, I think I saw him losing about three stone by the time he's gone on to play for Villa. So <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see how seriously they take this European competition. 
Um, I've gone finishing seventh, which I think is roughly about where they finished last year. But I, I think they'll be really competitive and give a few a few uh, bigger teams uh, some proper games this year. Um, Adam, I think the next team might be the team that uh, you might be talking about. Um, they've brought nobody in at the moment. I think there was some, a lad having a medical there today. West Ham, they've lost Declan Rice and they've lost Manuel Lanzini. Um, so how do you see West Ham getting on? Yeah, it's, a, it's another one of them, Scott, where <clears throat> I initially had them at, at ninth. They're now at 10th for me. But reading your your notes on transfers in and out, you, you can put them as strugglers again. Because I, I know that the fans aren't happy with David Moyes. I think there's some friendlies haven't really gone their way. They've not signed anyone to replace Declan Rice, who's going to be a massive miss for them in the middle. Um, so, yeah, another one of them ones where I've, I've, I feel I like I've messed up and I've put them to finish 10th. And I, I don't think they're going to be there now. Dan, West Ham? I think the West Ham fans, like, uh, they need to come to a bit of realisation, don't they? Like, you, you're going to move on from Declan Rice and they've got a good amount of money for him. So, I've gone 14, uh, 14th, to be honest. Uh, I think, obviously, as of today, they've bid for uh, Maguire and McTominay. And if they get those signings in, I think, I think they'll be strong again next year. I don't I don't think they'll be pushing for the top half of the table. But, yeah, 14th, especially along with uh, a cup run in Europe, we've seen before that they did, they did the bits in uh, the Europa League last time. So... Yeah, I think they'd be happy 14 for the Europa League run. So, yeah. I've gone finishing 11, boys, but that is very much on the grounds of they spend all this Declan Rice money before before the end of the window because uh, otherwise they could well be 18th. But I've gone 11 for that. I've got a bit of faith in faith in them spending some cash on the right players because they, they do tend to. They do tend to. Last team, boys, finally. Wolves. Um, they've not really brought anybody in, have they? Matt Doherty's returned. Uh, he must have just got lost. Uh, I think he's at Atletico Madrid, so he must have been missing yeah, he was. West Midlands. But they've lost, they've lost uh, Raul Jimenez, Nathan Collins, Ruben Neves, Diego Costa, Giamatino, and obviously the, probably the worst one for him, uh, Connor Cody. Um, <laughs> so, you know, and, and well, as we're recording, this is rumours that uh, Old Lopetegui is jacking it in before the season starts. So, um, Dan, how do you see him getting on? I've gone that this could be the end of their Premier League uh, campaign, to be honest, Scott. Uh, there's two two teams uh, worse off than them. But, yeah, like you say, there's money trouble. Uh, they're losing players left, right and centre. They haven't had the money to replace them. So, yeah, and especially if they lose Lopetega as well. I think he'd have actually been uh, the last chance to lose. So, yeah, I've gone 18 for sure. Adam, any positives for him? Yeah, I'm going to go positive. But again, I've put this in at the time that we didn't know about the the manager nearly um, could be jacking. Uh, I, I put Wolves to finish 14th. Uh, I don't quite understand where I've got that prediction from. <laughs> I just think the teams below them are slightly worse. Uh, it makes me then also think, should I swap them and full them over? But it's too late now. It's locked in. So... I've committed to the cause and they're going to finish 14th. I don't know how. I hope they do it. Uh, good luck to Wolverhampton. Uh, I've got to be honest, boys. They're the third team in my bottom three and that's purely on the grounds of, you know, there's clearly something up in the back, background and uh, does that mean it carries on all season? Not necessarily, but 
if the gaffer wants to go before the start of the season, they've brought nobody in. For me, when you're not quite sure on that bottom through, it's an easy one to chuck in, chucking down the bottom. Um, well, that, I guess that's all our tables. So very quickly, just some quick fire ones and one word answers. Uh, Adam, top goal scorer? Uh, top goal scorer, Harry Kane, if he stays. Uh, Dan, top goal scorer? I've got uh, Erling Haaland. Erling Haaland for me as well. Player of the season, Dan? I've gone, uh, surprise one, Kai Havertz. Uh, <laughs> Player of the season, Adam? Rice. Oh, God's sake. De Bruyne for me. Rice and Havertz, Christ. Young player of the season, Adam? Barnes. Uh, young player of the season, Dan? I've got, I don't know his first name, but I've got Hoyland from uh, Manchester United. Uh, I've got Mudrich from Chelsea. Uh, manager of the season, Dan? Arteta. Uh, manager of the season, Adam? Potch. Uh, and company for me. Uh, wow. Uh, what, are they winning the league? Overachievers, uh, Adam? Chelsea. <laughs> Overachievers, uh, Dan? I've gone Forest. And Super Burnley for me. Uh, <laughs> underachievers then, Dan? I've gone Wolves. Uh, Adam? Newcastle. And Harry Kane Spurs for me. So, uh, we will see. We will see. Uh, okay, boys, I, I guess um, that, that's the end of uh, our full year predictions. But uh, we're back for the full year this year. So, we want to get everybody involved. Um, so, we're, we've created we've created our own fantasy Premier League and... Um, you've heard some of our outlandish thoughts, so it's it's time for the community to challenge us. And here, here's what we're going to do. I've got to be honest. Um, we're trying to grow the Sunday League podcast. We're trying to grow it. If we can get a fancy league of, of, a, of a decent amount, if we can get our social media followers to a decent amount, then maybe, just maybe, there'll be a prize for the winner of our fancy football. So... Look out! Look out for the the league code on. Uh, well, I was going to say Twitter. It's not called Twitter anymore, is it? It's called X. So I don't even know what they are. Tweets, posts. I'm not sure. But look out for for our post with the league. Um, make sure you're involved. Make sure you're telling all your mates. Because remember, the more people we get involved, the more likely is there's going to be better prizes for this thing. So, um, and obviously you want to beat us. Um, more importantly, I guess we are a predictions based podcast. Um, um, so you can look forward to seeing our seeing our week one predictions. Um, I can tell you already there's some funny shouts in there. Um, we'll get them all, all over social media. But to go with that, um, it's your chance to beat us. So not only have we got our fancy Premier League, we've also got our Super Six League. Um, so if you think you're a better predictor than us, make sure you join the league. Make sure you get involved. Um, I know that uh, people that run Super Six also give some money away. So, you know, get involved with that. But if you can beat us, you can definitely get on the podcast. And, uh, maybe they'll pay a prize or two there as well. So it's all about growing the Sunday League podcast this year. Um, we get a fair bit of stick on on social media for not having enough followers. So that, that's on our listeners now to grow the grow the community. We can see how many people listen. So now we need the social media presence and all. So get involved and make sure everybody, you know, you know, share the links. Uh, with everybody that you know, let's grow it. Uh, let's have a bit of fun and let, let's prove that we're, you know, let's be honest, I'm the best predictor. My title's up for grabs. So uh, <laughs> if you think you can do better than me, I I'm ready for the challenge. Um, I don't know, I've got to be honest, Dan's had to nip off. Um, he's had to go sort out something with his family, I think. So um, it's just me and you. 
Um, we're not going to, the podcast has been long enough. If the listeners have got this far, fair play to them. Um, so we're not going to run for all of this week's fixtures. But what we will do um, in, in uh, Sunday League podcast tradition, we'll run through the Tony treble very quickly because that wasn't going anywhere. Just because just someone Tony's not playing, it doesn't mean my uncle's not still involved. So uh, the Tony treble in honour uh, of my uncle Tony, nothing to do with anybody else. Um, Dan's gone somewhere safe. Uh, he's gone Brighton. Brighton are, uh, uh, have got quite an easy fixture, I reckon, to kick off the, the season. They've got Luton at home, so a bit of a banker for him. Um, yeah. I, I've gone... I've gone Palace. I've gone Palace Palace oh, away at Sheffield United. I think there's a bit of value there, you know. Um, Sheffield United, I'm not sure their fans are that happy, so I reckon there's a bit of value there. So, Adam, we want to obviously start off the season well. Uh, week one... We're we're 100% at the moment because we're not from naught. Um, so what's the final team making up the treble? I always pick sure things. Um, I just get let down last minute. Um, on the majority of my teams, I pick. Uh, so I backed Stoke last week. I'm going to back Stoke again this week. Do you know who they're playing? Uh, uh, uh Huddersfield. I think they're playing Huddersfield. Let's yeah. have a look. Okay. Stoke. Sorry. Let's have a look. I watch them on the telly the day. They look quite good. So um, you never know. Stoke must be better. Um, so again, all over the social media, uh, Uncle Tony's treble. Get involved with us. Where's it going to go wrong? I imagine it'll be Stoke, but you never know. Um, we want we want your advice. Who should be included in these trebles? We're going to go probably to doing one pod a week. Uh, where we do a bit of a review of the, uh, the previous week and a bit of a preview of the following week. Um, but we're all about you guys. Um, so the more you get involved, the more you throw us, the more you get involved in our stupidity, the more fun we will have. Um, if you've made it through us, we've had technical challenges. We've had people that have jumped off. We've had people that have had to get drunk just to get through this. So if you've got to the end of the podcast, we must fair play. Adam, it's back. The Premier League's back. It's not for me. It's not back for me. There's one yeah. team that should be in the Prem that aren't. And they are actually playing Huddersfield this weekend. <laughs> and you're going. So it was amazing. I am. <laughs> you didn't go to watch Stoke. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's the banter you come for. So it's good to be back, Adam. There'll be plenty more fun over the what next 38 weeks. Um, but we'll get through it together, won't we? So it's been good to catch up. Let's get it. See you later, mate. See you later, pal.